0: I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like, does any of this make sense? Or not? Welcome to Got It Memorized, the Kingdom Hearts recap podcast, trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, which you might, because this is where the game gets good, um, for any <laughs> questions, uh, Kingdom Hearts, if you're not sure what Kingdom Hearts is about, it's basically about this kid Sora, who's basically like an Airbnb for people's hearts. And
1: oh, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> I am joined by uh, my friend Wheels... Well,
1: um, I it's not quite, because with Airbnb, there's, like, a payment transaction. He's just...
0: He's, he's just, just a, doing it.
1: Yeah, it, it's a more... <laughs> yeah, he's volunteering his service, um, which is to carry the hearts of other humans. Um, also, I mean, well... I, I mean, is, does he know? He doesn't know. <laughs> he, his heart is a heart in which other people's hearts squat i guess it's a difficult metaphor it's we're difficult in agriba now
0: we're in Aggrabo. this is ultimately where the first game gets good i don't think i said my name my name's joe uh, i did say your name your wheels Mm-hmm. that's me how how are you i'm
1: good well <laughs> i i'm managing i was traveling last well this week gosh is it sun it's sunday so i guess it's technically last week man
0: i See I uh, I my my week is Monday through through Sunday. I'm sorry, I don't really So
1: so this week I suppose um by my count. And because of that travel I had a lot of podcast duties that I didn't do until today. So I had to watch a season, well, watch a small season of a mini series of, of a like a web series. Watch a movie. Talk about both of those on a podcast. Edit that podcast. Publish that podcast. Um, watch another person play Kingdom Hearts on hey, YouTube. Hey,
0: don't. It's not just another person. It mm-hmm. is Jet Monkey HD. G- 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 I'm sorry, it's gone. <laughs> it is
1: Jet Monkey HD Gaming. I had to watch Jet Monkey HD Gaming play through agraba and then record this podcast. And I have done very
0: little else today. Yeah, yeah, it's it's busy when you give yourself like ten podcasts that you're on, and then you're like, "I'll just yeah, go only out of town." Four. I'll just go out of town real quick; it won't matter. And then you're like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. And they're all uh, but, they they all re- like require you to consume so much media, too.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I'm I'm here. I'm in Agrabah, It's a nice sunny day, so I'm ready to 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 discuss all of the
0: things. <laughs> All of the things, yeah, sometimes I worry about um when i I record back to back and i I get it into the the call and I'm like, all right, so this is I just start talking about one piece instead of Kingdom Hearts. Um, <laughs> you might I, you might just start talking about like a different thing and I imagine it's
1: explicitly difficult here because especially difficult here because it isn't doesn't one piece have some similar imagery to your Aladdins?
0: Probably I can't think of it I right guess, now. I guess one piece of it'll more be like harder in Neverland. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, ah. what what happens? Let's see. So I have notes. Um, oh, good, you have so, notes. I have notes too. It helps. So we f- when we first land, we see a cutscene. We, so we land in Agrabah, and we see a cutscene where Jafar is speaking with Maleficent, and we get a pretty explicit and detailed articulation of how the princesses of heart work well not super detailed but we are told that there are seven of them and that they are necessary to open the door um and then a quick reference to the fact that uh the heartless need to find the keyhole to the heart of the world to be able to devour it Um, And we learn that Jafar is uh, trying to do that for Maleficent, for their little uh, allegiance.
0: Yeah, um, uh, his biggest issue is that he seems to entrust Iago (laughs) to find Jasmine, um, who is so easy to find. Um, So easy to find, in fact, that Sora and our, our good goof troop boys accidentally do it.
1: Yeah, and um, she is in the scene where he is talking, to. She's just in the background behind a barrel or two. Yep. So they're not trying very hard, but... yeah, eh. He's got a lot on his mind. Um. Yeah. Goof Troop find Jasmine. Jasmine tells him that... Uh, well, tells them that there's a cute boy named Aladdin... That there's an evil man named Jafar, who's looking for, her, and that he's also looking for the keyhole. And then Jafar shows up, and yeah, he refers... just heard
0: this entire conversation.
1: Hmm. Yeah, he rocks up and he says, "Ah, the boy who holds the key, uh, summons some heartless," and then just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he... yeah. Seems like you'd check you'd stick around and check to make sure the job was done.
0: Well, I mean Jasmine runs away and then he's like Well shit. And then he leaves. It's I'm assuming he goes after her. But I don't know. I guess, but like the I don't know,
1: man. It's like, too
0: early in the world to deal with Jafar. That's it's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> um so I only seeing cutscenes that basically just for me they just sort of wander and then they decide to just roam the vast desert searching for her. is that what happens they find the carpet as well Yeah so um it's it's you know it's a
1: video game so <laughs> the logic isn't really there Sora finds an abandoned building and pushes a like pushes a dresser and then the carpet the magic carpet you know from Aladdin shows up and flies out of the window and then Donald says the carpet then this isn't a voiced cutscene he just says the carpet flew off towards the desert let's follow it Sora alright why
0: alright I guess I think I think my summarized like text cutscenes in the theater mode are a bit more cohesive to
1: well, yeah w- fill
0: me in because ja- i mean it, i'm pretty sure it just says like or and the others go off in the desert looking for jasmine and i'm like okay that's that's i mean i guess i mean
1: that that would make sense if that were what happened but it it's not because they look for jasmine in the city and then they find the carpet and it's like oh okay i guess all of a sudden i'm a child chasing a balloon because then they just chase the carpet out into the desert and happen
0: to end it up, it happens where, so many times in Kingdom yeah. Hearts, and not even like this game specifically. I feel like it just happens where he's like, "Oh, okay, now this," and yep, it, it works out in the end because video games. But so, Goof Troop end up going through
1: the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to be out of the rain. Sorry, uh, and they end up at the entrance to which I guess I guess they. Is it the entrance to the Cave of Wonders? I guess the entrance isn't there yet, but they go to that uh, where the entrance to the Cave of Wonders will eventually be. And they find a half-buried Aladdin in the sand. A bunch of Heartless show up um, that they defeat. And then some more Heartless show up and... It's like one of those things where it's like, oh no, not another wave of them. And finally, Aladdin's able to rest himself out of the sand. He run, He rubs the lamp and wishes that the Heartless uh, would disappear. Uh, and then they do. And then we get a little chat with Aladdin.
0: Yeah. So, Genie's... Who is Genie voiced by in this game? Ooh, oh, man. If I...
1: <laughs> if I had that kind of Kingdom Hearts knowledge, I, I don't think I would need to be doing this podcast.
0: Okay, well, that I mean, that mainly answers my question. I'll look it up, though. Uh, the impression isn't that bad. It's, I mean, it's definitely not um, Robin Williams, but it is also, like, it's better than the one and two. I'll say that much.
1: Yeah, I think uh, is is. The Iago one, if that ain't Gilbert Gottfried...
0: It's pretty damn good if it's not, yeah.
1: All right, so Genie is voiced by an English fellow by the name of Dan Castellaneta, who I'm pulling up right now to see if he did what his other credits are. Uh, So he was on The Simpsons and voices... Uh, Wait, he's Homer on The Simpsons.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> Oh my god, I totally hear it. Uh,
1: Dan Castellaneta is an American actor, voice actor, comedian, and screenwriter, noted for his long-running role as Homer Simpson on The Simpsons, uh, and then other characters in The Simpsons as god. well, as well as other things. Now that you've um, put
0: that in my head, I completely hear the the similarity between the two. All right, let me Jesus. see if I was right that Iago,
1: it, it, it like, the the whoever does Iago, if not, it, it's just a dead ringer for Gilbert Gottfried. It okay. It is Gilbert Gottfried
0: who does it. All right, so that makes sense. Gilbert Gottfried is pretty good at doing Gilbert Gottfried. Um, I mean, if he
1: didn't, that would be a strange uh, paradox.
0: You know, it's it's interesting because I always wondered because it is a little bit stilted, Um, but I think that's just the nature of um, voice (laughs) recording and not knowing what the fuck's going on. Also, yeah, okay, Um, you don't got to be mean about it. Eh,
1: I can I it's, Gilbert Godfrey doesn't listen to this show I think I think I can I think I can make some <laughs> Godfrey jokes and no one's gonna be that mad right. um
0: good um so we get to this scene in the desert and then when Genie comes out and gives his whole his whole spiel which is it's just not as fantastical when it's in Kingdom Hearts I guess um uh it, I did notice watching this cutscene that every now and then a, a, a save point would clip into the background which was weird because <laughs> I didn't notice that. it's, it's so easy to miss. And it's also just bizarre because that's not an area that you go into. So why is it there? Weird. Um, but it has me, it has me thinking and it was, is I had to bring it up. Um, but ultimately this scene it sort of just explains the premise of Genie. is like, Oh you had three wishes. You used one. Now we got two. And, uh, Aladdin is like, Oh, you should make me a very fancy Prince, and but also not right now because um, I don't know, remember his reason. But ultimately, he ends up talking about Jasmine and Sora's like, Wait a minute, that is someone that I saw earlier who knows your name? Oh, I remember her. <laughs> She's also in trouble right now. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then uh, we get back to the plot of that. And I thought it was really weird just the way that that scene starts with Alan. And Sora just being like, "Oh, what are you up to?" Like, they, like they know each other already. It was really threw me for a loop. I was like, "Wait, which Kingdom Hearts am I watching
1: right now?" <laughs> well, I mean, they did. They, you know, they bonded after fighting those Heartless together.
0: I mean, if that's all it takes to bond people with Sora, that actually explains a lot to the series. <laughs> I mean, have you played these games? That's <laughs> <laughs> that's basically
1: that's it. You fight. You fight some uh, some shadow folks with a small boy with a giant key and all of a sudden your best friends um
0: everyone's just then, okay with it
1: <laughs> then sort of jumps around sticks the keyblade into some random not like the keyhole but just some random keyholes opens up a few gates um fights some heartless and then we get a scene where Aladdin and Sora confront Jafar.
0: Jasmine.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, and and Jasmine is there, sort of uh, not like held captive in that she's like uh, bound, but held captive. Standing next to him. Yeah, and that I guess if she were to try to run away, he
0: would um, do a bad attack thing. her or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, uh, uh, as as captive as you can be in a PG situation, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, and while they're not looking, he sends Iago to snatch the lamp out of Aladdin's hand so he can no longer wish that Jasmine were free.
0: Which he already did. He used his second wish, and then as soon as he did, the lamp was stolen. And it's like, well, never mind. She's in a pot now. Just gonna drop her in a pot.
1: Um, and then there's like a switcheroo, and the... And she's taken away, and the goof troop think that she's still in the area because there are all these pots, and they fight a weird scarab heartless while searching for her in pots that she doesn't end up being in because it turns out she had been taken away when Jafar um, disappeared because I guess he can just do that. I don't, yeah, I, guess...
0: I mean, he has... Um... Uh, quote unquote magic
1: yeah they mentioned that he has some sort of dark power which i guess is in this telling of aladdin is conveyed to him with his connection to the darkness but it's still kind of weird and i guess maleficent does it later which we'll get into later but it seems to make more sense from her for some reason just because of her uh, status as head villain that she could fade in and out of existence like that it just seems weird in this one context,
0: yeah. Which I mean, I guess once we get to Kingdom Hearts 2, literally everyone can fucking do that, yeah. Just, just so you know, I make a portal and now I'm there, and that's it. That's the whole that's Kingdom Hearts 2 in a nutshell, I suppose. But the... oh man, I forgot I forgot Iago's name, so my notes are... <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to sing him, Bob. <laughs> Uh I wasn't but I'm really impressed by that. Uh I was going to say in my notes. Uh, I didn't remember Iago's name, so I just wrote "bird steals lamp."
1: Oh, I definitely wrote "bird." <laughs> I, it's funny you say that because I wrote "bird" too. And then I, when we were, the only reason I knew it to say it is because I think you said it before me on this oh, actual really? recording.
0: Oh, good. Uh, okay. That
1: or that, or I happened to see it when I was looking up in the King Hearts wiki for Genie's voice actor, and then it happened upon Iago because I
0: definitely like, oh, did say did write bird. Yeah, mine says bird. I remember later on. But I did not correct my notes later on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we... just Do we just sort of fast forward to Cape well, of Wonders? Or? Aladdin just says, quick to the desert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, is another video game thing of like, okay, I guess
0: I'm going here now. Quick to the only other place that could be because there's only two yeah. parts of this world.
1: Yeah. Um, and then then we get the giant panther head that is the entrance to the wow well, i keep wanting to say cave of forgotten dreams but that's a Werner Herzog documentary <laughs> the cave of wonders um which is like uh, at this point possessed by the influence of the heartless and you beat the darkness out of it and then it
0: just becomes
1: a benign giant panther head cave entrance yeah
0: after which, that i think this is the first time this game has done the sort of, hey, it's actually something from the movie that you're fighting now. Uh, you
1: also get, uh, I mean, you kind of fight. Uh, well, you fight the. Uh, I guess there's the cards the...
0: in Wonderland.
1: What's the name of the panther in uh, Deep Jungle in, in Tarzan?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, I think it's Scar, but. I. No, isn't Scar? I thought Scar, oh, no, Scar, Scar is the Lion
1: King. What is? It's boar. It's yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, Scar is Lion King, which is not in this game. Um, confusing my Disney. And Ooh. how dare you, honestly? How dare I? Someone in my twenties not knowing all of my yeah. Disney knowledge. So we fight off the panther
1: head, and then. And this reminds me, man, some of the things that Donald and Goofy say in combat are just incomprehensible. Um. You? <laughs>
0: uh. Oh <laughs> for
1: And it's um, Donald am sure you I could you look him up but that never but... happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I could look it up but it just seems funny that like the th- things that you'll hear the most in this game are are just uh this should help
0: <laughs> That's it. That's the thing. Yeah.
1: We head into the giant panther head, because it's the one you know, when in Rome. Uh and then we get a cutscene of Jafar. So there's some dungeoneering that happens, and then Jafar we get a cutscene of Jafar wishing using his first wish to wish to have the keyhole revealed to him. And then it is.
0: It's just like really just boop, there it is.
1: Yep. And then we get another conversation. It's it's also Let's... worth
0: mentioning that Jasmine is with him at this point. She's just sort of yeah, lying yeah. on the ground and just you know. Uh, this is he, he did his job. He's the most successful person so far. So far, that's
1: true. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, I
0: guess they did get Alice.
1: Yeah. Is it?
0: Whoever did? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. Is it? It's definitely. We definitely learn later that Riku ends up being the one that takes jasmine at the end of this i wonder if that implies that he was also the person that takes alice but
0: um uh, maybe because that was before we see riku with maleficent right. so it's kind of this gray area i'm sure if we had to really ascertain who did it it probably would be riku but i <laughs> just maybe the cheshire cat maybe the cheshire cat's in on it too
1: i don't know cheshire cat seems to be more of a neutral force in this yeah world. Cha- well chaotic um, neutral at the very least sure Um, we get another conversation with
0: the alignment of Cheshire cat and kingdom hearts one.
1: Uh, we also get a conversation with Jafar and Maleficent again, which
0: doesn't amount to too much. That's super relevant. They, yeah, they mentioned Riku, I think, but I don't remember. I, I, I wrote Riku down. I didn't write what about him, but I, if they said something,
1: I didn't write that down either. So it must not have struck me as too important. Um, We get another mention of the, uh, well, I guess it's later that Jafar, just kind of tells Sora that she's a princess of that Jasmine is a princess of heart, um, and sort of explains a bit what that means, which we already went over. Then Jafar wish uses his second wish to have Genie
0: beat up Goof Troop. (laughs) Yeah, which is funny because the, the the whole bit with him like. Yelling like, hey, move out of the way, and then punches slowly, um, or occasionally like drops health or something. Um, or he says,
1: please miss, please miss, please miss. Yeah,
0: um, it's really good. I like it a lot, just him being in that character. But also, it makes me wonder if he can resist that much. Why didn't he when the lamp was first stolen? I don't know. Plot. I'm sure that's uh, it's in the novelization somewhere, oh, yeah. Um, the Kingdom Hearts manga. Um, I'm sure it has mm-hmm. a lot of details into Genie's psyche and the rules. Well, the rules over the um, possession of the lamp.
1: Well, if you bothered to read the encyclopedia, you would know that. No. Then, so Goof Troop beat up Jafar enough that his control over the lamp is temporarily uh, taken
0: away from him, he and also then he kind, kind of... of just fucking dissolves. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: but then he doesn't because he's back <laughs> in, he's in back. less than a scene. So like you said, he dissolves. He's he's gone. And then the party. So Goof Troop walks like half of a room's length and then surprise. He's back behind them floating now uh, and then uses his third wish to become an all powerful genie.
0: And then he kind and of dissolves, he explodes again into the floor. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't get enough of it the first time, yeah. I guess. It's it's an experience. You, you don't know until you try it.
1: And then Goof Troop leave Jasmine behind, because <laughs> I guess they forgot why they were there.
0: Yeah, they and... just were like, you're good here, right, on the floor? Because it's
1: not like he takes her. It's just he no, turns into an all-powerful genie and goes into uh, the underbelly
0: of this yeah, cave. Yeah, like Aladdin could have stayed behind or... Well, like I don't know. I like, don't trust y- Goofy or Donald to do it, but yeah, yeah. Who kn- Sora
1: even could just go who know, whatever. Yeah, um, just put her in your pocket or something. But apparently, that level of forethought was beyond the capabilities of the Goof Troop. So they jumped down. And I mean, I guess Sora another... does
0: kind of take her with them yeah. <laughs> If we're gonna get into it, but in uh... a manner of speaking. No, I I think that's correct. I'm, do they all end up in Sora's heart, or I don't think so. Because I, uh, I think that... All right, so we're just gonna jump ahead to the late in the game for a second. Um, the the Keyblade that Sora has or gets uses to free those hearts. I thought the Keyblade was made of hearts, and like some of them were there, some of them were in him, but ultimately it's just. He pokes himself, and then like 500 fucking hearts fly out into the room. Um, but I'm, I'm messy on the details. I guess we'll probably get to it when it's important, but... Yeah, we'll get to that later, I guess. I'm just wondering if actually it's worth speculating that Jasmine does sort of split up here with Sora or not. But I don't remember the details of that, that scene way the fuck later. guess we'll just retcon it later (laughs) yeah and i
1: feel bad of just getting to a point where we just say huh i don't know what happened here but i mean uh, that comes with the territory and i'm sure it'll frustrate some people that we don't have all the answers i mean we don't know this i
0: think all right saying but we'll get there hypothetically i think if our podcast does go on the right schedule and we are able to encapsulate all this stuff before (laughs) kingdom hearts 3 comes out um we I i think our ultimate goal should be either to make one episode Probably a little bit longer, where we actually somehow get from point A to point B of a timeline, because um, that's really what our goal is. We're just taking it very slowly. <laughs> and yeah. Um. Alternatively, my wife suggested we bring on like a guest who's literally never touched a Kingdom Hearts game and see if they can understand it well enough to pick up. Oh, that's
1: a great idea.
0: So, um, that would be that would be a blast, I think, because they would ask. The best questions, I think. Ultimately. That's a great idea. Why is Donald Duck there? Is like the number one question. I, w- I really <laughs> don't have an answer for that one. That's And He's, we never will. Probably. Yeah. Maybe Kingdom Hearts 3 will finally answer the biggest question, which is why is Donald Dun- Duck Origins? <laughs> That's the subtitle for Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, yep. Uh, Jesus. Um. So they go in the hole and they fight Jafar as a genie. Um, which basically amounts to beating up Iago. Jafar
1: throws things at them, and then they beat up Iago, who's yeah. holding the lamp they beat because up a Iago to drop the lamp bird, yeah, and then they suck Jafar back into the lamp, and then they realize, oh no, oh actually they don't realize that before we see a mysterious force snatch jasmine um. From the ledge, and then five minutes later, we learned it was Riku. So why not just show him, um whatever? So we see that uh, Jasmine is, b- is snatched from the ledge, uh, and then
0: Jasmine.
1: Yeah, some uh, yeah Aladdin yells. Probably. I think
0: I think he did that that take once because I'm pretty sure it's the <laughs> uh, exact same delivery every time. Uh, <laughs> Uh,
1: we also get the first Ansem report Which I think we'll do after we're finished Telling the world story since we're so close to
0: it Yeah um, um Oh so that happens right after you beat Jafar
1: Right Okay. so then we get that Then Sora seals The keyhole The place starts to collapse So they ride the carpet Out in a fun little Flying minigame
0: Aladdin is like not into it Aladdin wants to stay there He's like don't make me leave <laughs> because he's he's so torn up. Yeah,
1: you can understand why. Cuz the whole reason he came he wasn't he,
0: he wasn't successful even though Sora kind of was. Uh, I mean, um, the, the keyhole was sealed. But the princess thing, no, they blew that. That was right. they they fucked that up. And
1: that's the only part Aladdin cares about. Yeah, he doesn't um, know
0: but a keyhole is.
1: This next part makes me so mad. At the storyline of this video game. Me too. And I didn't
0: realize it until yesterday when I was watching this cutscene and it fucking hit me how this contradicts everything.
1: I'm sure we're talking about the same thing, which is that... I hope so. Aladdin says, gee, oh boy, oh boy, howdy, I really want to come with y'all so we can find Jasmine together. And then Sora says, I wish you could come with us, but you can't. And then... Donald and Goofy says, because that would be meddling. And Aladdin's like, ah, beans, and snaps his fingers. Doesn't actually do that, but basically does. And then we get a scene where Aladdin wishes that Genie were free and wasn't in his lamp anymore. So that happens. And then he asks Genie to go with Goof Troop to find Jasmine. And it's like, why is that not meddling? When it would apparently be meddling, like, why is taking a powerful genie from this world and taking him with you to all of the planets you go to less meddlesome than just taking this thief boy
0: with you? All right, so based on the lore of the story, it's bullshit and there's no reason. Um, Yep. But (laughs) in the lines of the gameplay mechanics, summons are okay. But Genie's world wasn't destroyed. Why does he become a summon? Yeah, he's not. He's not like a summoning stone. He's just there. He just hangs out with you in a, your fucking pocket with Jiminy Cricket, Cricket, I guess. And I mean, I guess it's all right because you're you're not gonna use Genie. He's not a good summon. Um, but ultimately, <laughs> it's really fucking stupid. I, i
1: I suppose you could make the argument that because Aladdin's wish was worded such that genie is free that maybe he's no longer tethered he's no longer officially tethered to that world by but any even rules then, of any se- universe right that seems to st- be strange in that that would then imply that the meddling rule that, that donald and goofy abide by only like well all right so that only rule... stipulates you can't take people
0: from worlds but whatever that rules kind of bullshit anyway not like the more you really think about it because it's like oh okay all they do is metal all they do is metal like they are disney characters going from world to world and fucking the final fantasy characters can do it the bad guys can do it Um, is it like it's gotta be contractual right <laughs> of like why certain characters don't go anywhere yeah but I don't you
1: know. ever think about how how kingdom hearts is like x files but for disney there's like monster of the week episodes where everything stays where they go in they solve the problem and then the whole thing's solved and then there's like myth arc episodes where they go to a world and then the plot advances I don't know if this is actually that fruitful of a metaphor but it just <laughs> hit me um, um,
0: I'm gonna pretend it was good
1: and they go and they go in and all of the the it's like the main characters aren't really the protagonists of the stories they're in. They're just kind of spectators.
0: I love X-Files birth by sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess fucking genie can go with Sora. And then we get, um, I think a cut scene of Riku hanging out with Maleficent again. And Maleficent again. and Hades. Yeah. And I don't know why Hades is there, but probably just had the voice actor
1: for another day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, no, that can't be the case.
0: Whatever. Yeah. But, uh... Fuck. Um... We... This scene's kind of important, because it actually answers some of our questions we were unsure about before, um... Because we didn't... I mean, it doesn't answer, but it sort of gives us a direction. Um, because this scene ultimately shows uh, Maleficent and Hades are arguing about something that's not important, and Riku is there, and he's like, hey, I did the fucking job that your professional adult couldn't, and... Namely, stealing Jasmine. Yeah.
1: Kidnapping, (laughs) I guess, is the word when you're talking about people, not stealing.
0: Yeah, stole a person. And so he fucking nails that, even though he's, like, shorter than her. I guess Jasmine, or uh, Jafar, did some of the work knocking her out, because I guess she was on the ground. But ultimately... We we get to this point where Maleficent's like, "Hey, um, so we found this girl you're into or whatever," and you get to see like some weird sort of hologram ass Kyrie on the table. Um, Riku's super stoked about it, and Maleficent says uh, that his to go to his vessel, and Captain Hook walks up, and something he says, "It won't be pleasant." It's not a pleasure cruise.
1: This ain't no pleasure cruise. Oh, that's a terrible pirate. I'm going to let you try that again. Because uh, um, I feel like you did. A, you did a... VR, This ain't no pleasure cruise. <laughs> right, I don't that, actually know what Captain Hook sounds like. That but that's a, what a pirate that, that sounds that like. That was a
0: good pirate. But you did like a stellar hook impression when you said swaddle my feet before. So uh,
1: It's gone. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's just not. It, I don't even know what part of the throat uh,
0: that <laughs> voice comes from. So I c- can't do it. All right. Well, we tried. And so Captain Hook uh, yells at Riku about pleasantries, and they go off. Riku shows a lot of doubt to Maleficent because she sort of is like, oh, there's no catch. It's just, you know, this was our deal. You're just my sweet baby boy. Yeah, I love you. You are my my good, good boy. Um, I think of you like a son. And Riku like, bullshit. Uh. Yeah. Um, which I think is a good characterization for him of being like not as evil as the actions he's doing he's just sort of a, a kid pushed around um, at least at this point point. and he goes he, he goes with hook and we had questioned before I don't know if it was the answer report episode or not but we we weren't quite sure where Kyrie's body was um, just that. We see it on the on the Neverland boat. This doesn't really answer that question, but it does sort of give us that it wasn't Harlow Bastion and that they do go and find her. And it seems to yeah, it seems
1: like yeah, that Riku hasn't seen her yet at this point. It gives us that a bit of
0: information too. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose th- there's nothing to back it up, but hypothetically I guess Maleficent could have just been holding it. Yeah, then... I considered that too. Just sort of dropping it like up oh, there it is. Whoops, found it, and then they go and do it. But there's that's purely hypothetical because there's. I feel like if that were the case, we would know. But I don't know. Yeah, pure speculation. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that really wraps up the Agriboss stuff. But you did mention that we got the first answer report when beating Jafar. So we should probably yeah. I forgot talk about short... that
1: short. I forgot how short these were because they're pretty I, short. I guess. M- my memory is of the, well, my memory is of a thing that's like it. I'm trying to avoid spoilers. My memory is of a thing that's like it that are in Kingdom Hearts 2, um, which are still short, but not this short. So I can just read the whole shebang and it won't take up that much of our show. And Bob Saget, I had it pulled up.
0: I sure as shit don't.
1: <laughs> All right, now I have it. This is Ansem's... Re- yeah, and we should be clear, This is, these are Ansem's reports. It's possessive. Man, <laughs> I hate possessives and titles. So this is Ansem's report one. Much of my life has been dedicated to the pursuit of knowledge. That knowledge has guarded this world well. Not a soul doubts that. I am blessed with people's smiles and respect. But though I am called a sage, there are things I do not understand. I believe darkness sleeps in every heart, no matter how pure. Given the chance, the smallest drop can spread and swallow the heart. I have witnessed it many times. Darkness, darkness of the heart, how is it born? How does it come to affect us so? As ruler of this world, I must find the answers. I must find them before the world is lost to those taken by the darkness.
0: Yep, that's it. That's it. Um, so this is, I mean, it's kind of, we already know Ansem as the ruler of the world that Leon Squalheart and the other Kingdom Hearts uh, children are from. Um, so he does talk about being that ruler and that that sage, uh, but he's not quite satisfied with his level of knowledge. He's like, I gotta know more. And his his intents are good. His intents are. To protect people. Um, I find it interesting that he mentions he's seen darkness swallow hearts before. Um, So I I guess that makes sense of why he would be interested in the heartless. If he's sort of witnessed it happen before. Um, He's also really interested in how the darkness itself is born. Uh, That's, I mean, that's going to fuck some people up, I think. But it's interesting, at least in this report. That he he wants to he wants to know this stuff to protect people and um not to get super ahead of ourselves, but um this the next reports are gonna read a little bit differently as far as that pursuit of knowledge goes.
1: Yeah, this one is more table setting than than real content. There's not a lot to really dig into with that one, which you know, ending with a lukewarm. Eh, I guess there's not much to talk about in regards to this. Is I suppose
0: the best way to end any podcast. Yeah, thanks for sticking out for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I guess that's it. Um, what, <laughs> what, uh, what world is next? Is it Monstro? I think I believe so. Monstro should be a good, good one. Um, what the fuck? Have we all right? So I don't think I don't know if monkey HD Gaming or at any point in my theater experience. Did I see it? Um, but at this point, I think you can go back to Traverse Town and see Pinocchio in the the item shop, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I guess it's interesting to mention, when I played it last, I actually saw him immediately before going to Monstro, so it really fucked me up <laughs> um, <laughs> how he can t- teleport so well. Um, But I think that also goes in line with our are complaints about moving between worlds i guess traverse town is a bit of an exception for some reason Um, uh
1: yeah i think (laughs) it might have something to do with the fact that it's um oh gosh i forget all of the terms but it's one of but there are there's like the realm of light the realm of darkness and then i think it's called like the realm in between or the something like that um Of of and like all of the Disney worlds are in the realm of light, and then very very few that we know of are in the realm of darkness, and then also very few are in the realm in between. If that is the right terminology, and um, uh, Traverse Town is one of those worlds because it's um, uh, it's sort of described as like when you fall out of a world,
0: that's the one you end up in most of the time. Most of the time. Um, for some reason that changes, I think. But eh, it's not important. But yeah, so next time we'll be inside of a whale. That's cool.
1: It's always been my dream. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you want to say where people can find you? Uh, pff, well, me specifically. Um, I am on Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash or uh, at symbol. Ghost of Joe, uh spelled just J O, so Ghost of J O. Um there you can find me occasionally uh talk about bullshit. Um I'm probably gonna write something soon about the King's Quest remake, because I finally Ooh. fucking played it and I got super fucking emotional. Um the last episode made me question my mortality. Uh <laughs> um and it's it's heavy and it's really good. Um but I won't talk about that here because that's not this podcast uh so there's that and then i also do another podcast called we are watching one piece in which uh, my friend jory and i talk about one piece i know he's making decent time with um the first skypey a bit so we'll probably do that soon-ish if you care and that's all i have wheels where are you i am at
1: twitter.com slash the And then, if memory serves, I've plugged all of the podcasts, so I guess I'm going back to the first one I plugged, which I believe was Very Random Encounters. It's a super fun and funny and radical show where my friends Logan, Lee, and Greg join me and we play role-playing games where we randomly determine as many elements as possible so all of the characters their names all of the places the villains all of that is randomly determined and we uh just sort of uh, tread water until a beautiful story happens all of us who made it cried at the end of last season which is a weird thing to say about a story that is entirely determined by dice rolls, but it happened, and this second, uh, well, I guess third, depending on how you count, uh, this current uh, superhero season is shaping up to be uh, perhaps even better, so you can start on any episode that's marked as uh, number one, so we've played D&D, we've played uh, Monster of the Week, and now we're playing the Marvel superhero game from the 80s. I will say if you listen to the D&D one, be prepared for a lot of discussions about
0: Scorpion Erotica. You know, sometimes the dice give you some weird stuff. You're telling me that the dice spoke to you and said Scorpion Erotica or that it was something you had written down for the dice to determine? Because now (laughs) I'm now I'm concerned.
1: Logan ran that season and there was a (laughs) table that he was a random generation table that he used. Okay. Uh, for a number of things And the first said that th- that the dungeon was filled with sentient scorpions And the second was that the villain likes to make uh, Likes to line the dungeon with uh, sexually explicit murals So he just combined the two You gotta run with it, I guess
0: Um, yeah, okay <laughs> uh, So I guess that was Agrabah Got, Got it. it memorized we were